Hello, my name is Mumba Dodwell and this is Ordinary Artists. Hello, in this podcast I'm talking to Femi Martin and heard about Femi through Twitter and Talawa and Battersea Arts Centre. Femi is a writer who's recently wrote and is performing in How to Dive a Broken Heart. The show is really interesting because it's put together through some research as well as personal experiences from Femi. What interests me about the show is how she put it together and I think for anyone who's interested in putting on their own shows, this is a really good podcast to listen to because she uses various methods of scratch nights and sort of audience participation to put this show together. Um, it was really nice to talk to Femi. We talk a little bit about writing and how to put your own show on and theatre in general. So here we go. So I'm here at the National with Femi Martin who wrote How to Die of a Broken Heart and is also performing it. So um, I've seen it from Talawa who had the Talawa's first writing um, evenings of writers who had had their first shows premiering at Talawa and now it's at the Battersea Arts Centre. So how did you come about writing the show and what inspired you to write it? Actually, I know, but just for the listeners. <laughs> um, so the show actually came out of a, uh, a research project called The Breakups Project. And during that time, I was looking at breakups and how they affect the body. Um, breakups and the emotional trauma around breakups and how that can impact physically. Um, and so that was how it started. And that kind of turned into How to Die of a Broken Heart which initially was a lot more science-focused, and I was really looking at the link um, between well, what, what neuroscience reveals about emotional trauma, how it registers in the brain, how it registers in the body, and then it moved into just being much more about a storytelling experience, just me on stage talking about my own terrible relationships and bad breakups and the development of a chronic illness, and then just how I got through those things, the bad choices with the relationships and also the bad health. I thought, yeah, I read, that's what I read about it. I thought it was quite nice to, um, I think not a lot of people talk about bad breakups and how it affects them. Yeah. I thought it was nice that you're sharing this intimate story. Yes. And also quite scientifically, as you said, like I said, it's like quite, it's before like quite linked. And how did you, um, how did you get approached by Talawa? Um, the Talawa First Festival. Yeah. So I really, I invited um, Jane Fallowfield from Talawa, who heads literature there, to come to a sharing of a scratch performance at Battersea Arts Centre. And she liked it and invited me to come and have a chat with her. And she's great. I mean, so she's the one who got me involved in the Talawa First Festival. And now I really do feel like part of the Talawa family. I have nothing but good things to say about them. They're a really nice network of Very people, supportive. Yeah. Very, very supportive, yeah. And um, how did you also get... So you did the scratch night at Battersea Arts Centre. I did. I've scratched it. I mean, it's been very scratchy. <laughs> I, uh, I did a 10-minute uh, thing at Battersea Arts Centre in April of last year. And then I went back in November and did 30 minutes. And since then, I've showed it again at Battersea Arts Centre and then a more finished product at Talibur First Festival. That's so, really nice. That's really yeah. nice about seeing all that supportive. Like, They've been great too developing your own show I think that's really nice and do you have any advice for people who want to write or have an eagerness because you wrote it out of something you've researched in your own personal life yeah well I think for me the it took actually took a long time to get to what the play is really about which is interesting because when I began writing I thought I had a clear idea of, of what it was about but it moved from me trying to I guess teach people about the neuroscience and breakups in the body and it moved to me just sharing my own life so I think as because I'm doing a one-person show for me the shows I really like seeing with one person on stage are those very personal shows 
and that's when the writing really broke open is when my director Yael Shavit said what what are you holding back you know what what's going on underneath and why are you not sharing so although I'm very open on stage not like online or anything I'm very yeah. private online but on stage I'll just tell you anything just so if it's for the art <laughs> yeah. just and, and the show is incredibly it would be embarrassing if I, you know, if I had not made my peace with it, because the things that I uh, believed that people told me and things I accepted, I went, oh, okay, that's fine, let's keep dating. I see in the audience members' eyes, like, what were you thinking? And I think, yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> but that's when it really broke open. Yes, and that's enabled me to share these things. So if I were to give another writer any advice who was doing a solo theatre show, it would be just be open and honest. I think that makes for better work. And I thought I was there, but working with my director, I realised, oh, OK, I'm not there. And I decided I'm just, I'm just going to go for it. And the piece is so much better for it. That's really nice, actually, that mm. you shared that. Because it is a bit frightening being like, oh, sometimes you do. You feel like, oh, yeah, I'm being, I'm being vulnerable. And then someone's like, but... Wait, yeah, no. me not you being can, vulnerable. Yeah, that's like that's quite good. Yeah. And how did you get into writing? I saw that you'd done lots of like you worked with the Charles Dickens Museum and yes. did some work with them. So how did you? Oh, you research. I yeah. like that. How did you get into writing? I've always been writing. So from the age of seven, writing songs. I used to want to be a singer-songwriter, and up until the age of twenty-four, that was my dream. Um, and then after that, after I gave up that dream, I moved into music journalism. I wrote for a little while for Touch magazine, uh, if anyone remembers <laughs> Touch magazine. <laughs> um, and then after that, I, I, this is when I, I started to get very ill. And it's actually during my illness that I began to write short stories. And during that time, uh, very dark moments where I thought gosh I don't know if I'm actually going to make it out of this I thought it was very important to pursue the writing as a career because it is something that I've been doing since I was seven in some form and I wanted actually I remember I didn't want people at my funeral saying did you know she used to write and that was the motivation for pursuing my career um, and I'm very blessed it just happened quite quickly for me that, you know, the spoken word scene, so warm and inviting. And even though most yeah. of them were poets and I was doing flash fiction, they were just like, yeah, Femi, come to this night, come to this night. And so I was there on the scene um, and I performed at the Southbank Centre one yeah. New Year's Eve and somebody saw me there and recommended me for the Dickens residency in 2012. And then that bit just kept going. Wow, that's really nice. Yeah. And you said like the poetry scene is, I'm finding with selling this podcast I didn't I didn't know I'd get into it but I'm actually finding spoken word poetry quite interesting and the yeah. poets themselves because I think it's it is a performance as well and it's a bit it's a vulnerable thing like acting Absolutely. and like writing. And they also are I find some spoken word poets are actors as well and they get into performance yes, and yes. Like that. And how did you decide to also get put yourself in as perform as a performer? Did you like have you always enjoyed performing and acting? Do you know, I think it was that I submitted a story to a flash fiction website and I think I'd subscribed and they used to send you one story a day you know and I remember reading some awful stories and thinking oh I'm just gonna sub submit one of mine and they rejected it and I thought oh okay <laughs> maybe I don't understand this and so because I was a bit of a wimp I thought well I'm not gonna submit any more I'll just perform them that's the other way to get them out and that was really what it was. That's quite good actually, it's quite lovely. You know, and then, <laughs> and then when I got on stage I thought, I feel, I feel at home here. Yeah. And I learned a lot 
from spoken word um, poetry performers because they are incredibly brave. They, they use the I, they talk about themselves, they are vulnerable. And there is a reason why you're seeing so many spoken word artists doing solo theatre shows because they're well equipped. You know, they, uh, yeah, and they yeah. have the literary, they, have, they can write it and as well as performing. Yes. That's quite nice. They have a unique, unique perspective yes. on, on it. Although my show doesn't have any poetry, so it's it is a spoken word show in the sense that I'm speaking words, yeah. but uh, it's not. There's no poetry in it. It, yeah. it literally is just me talking to you, like we're talking right now. I'm just telling you things that have happened to me, and that, that's how it goes. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And do you have any advice for anyone who's looking at doing their own show or own one person show? Would you have any advice? Um, I think scratch nights are a really good way to get going. So I had no idea what scratch was before I started this process. Um, a wonderful theatre maker, Selena Thompson, was very kind and sat with me when I was like, I don't understand how to get started. And she said, you need to, you need to do a scratch. And I was yeah. like, what is a scratch? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and so there are a couple of scratch nights. Um, there's one at the Picture House, there's one at the Ritzy. Um, so scratch that Hackney, scratch that Brixton, I think it's called. That's where I started. And you can just do a lot of 10 minutes and that helps you to test. Um, and that wasn't something I was used to because I was used to just writing and then performing. So yeah. I write alone, I edit by myself, and then I perform when it's finished. And I learned that with theatre, actually, there's a lot more sharing. The audience helped to shape, um, and it's, it's, it's a different kind of process. So if you're starting out, I would say get your first ideas together and then test them at a scratch night. And how did you find the scratch night at Battersea Arts Centre? Because I was really interested about this because I only just heard about it. And they do, they do quite a lot of them. And yeah, I think they do them like twice in the year, certainly once in the year. Um, and that was, I just applied. I just saw it online, I applied. They don't really ask for much information from you. Because yeah. um, I think scratch kind of comes out of Battersea Arts Centre almost. You know, they, they really believe in, in scratch mm. a lot. So yeah, I just applied for that and I, I got through and I was one of like seven acts or something that night, you know. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was really nice. I went to visit there and they told, they told me about it. I mean, and some other bloggers and yeah. it's really nice to hear that. I was like, oh, I better tell my friends. <laughs> <laughs> be cool. Um, and thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And when are you, so you're performing at Bassey Arts Centre and yes. any other venues? Um, for now, just Battersea Arts Centre, because I already did it at the Southbank Centre in July. Um, Battersea Arts Centre, 10th to 12th of October. And I think London has probably heard about the show enough from me at this point. It's like every time I make a Facebook event, I'm going, yep, yeah, me again, um, London again. Uh, but now it's finished. Would you like to come and see it? Uh, it's, it's a really, it's a funny show yeah. just because... I like to laugh at stuff, even my own misfortune. Yeah. So there are moments that are very serious, very dark, a bit uncomfortable, but there's also moments that, that are really funny. Right. Well, um, thank yeah. you so much. I'm excited to see it this <laughs> Tuesday, so it'll be really good. And thank you. Thank you so much for sharing with us. You're still here. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on both Twitter and Facebook at Ordinary Artists.